This is the B-Team Podcast, brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. The B-Team is presented by Drake's Place in Battle, South Dakota, and sponsored by Jackrabbit Central and Shenanigans in Sioux Falls. Now, here are your B-Team hosts, Brendan and Ben. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the B-Team Podcast. Thank you again for joining us for our uh, season wrap-up here. Uh, as always, I got uh, got Ben here with us, and Chad is starting to nail our transition on the intros, which is pretty sweet. Um, you know, end of season form, which is good. But uh, howdy, Patrick, by the way. Saw you jumped on said hey. Uh, but... Otherwise, uh, Ben, how are you doing? Have you uh, recovered emotionally from everything yet? Eh, somewhat. It's uh, I had recovered, and then now that it's championship week, I'm like, man, I really wish I was prepping to go down to Frisco. But yeah, it's uh, unfortunately we are not. Yeah. Are you still going? Oh yeah, I'm still going. Well, you know, uh, really, really, honestly, if uh, if we didn't do the fundraiser with the FCS fans nation guys and all that stuff where I had, I had signed up for it, I would have really considered not going, but uh, our buddy Dustin is hooking me up with the hotel room while we're down there too. So I wouldn't have been able to back out on him either. Uh, It's, I wish we were uh, preparing. I was going preparing to go and watch Jack's play. That'd have been, uh, it'd be a lot more fun, uh, but it should be a fun time. We'll enjoy it. And, of a good time and all that jazz so uh speaking of the fundraiser is right is kyler getting a tattoo down there he i don't i think they said i was just listening to the um this first time i've been able to bring myself to listen to an fcs podcast i started listening to the fcs fan nation guys and it sounds like if it is feasible with their um with their uh whatchamacallit with their timetable then they'll definitely do it down there. But if not, then I think they're going to live stream it up there. So that's a shame. But uh, <laughs> no, it'll be a good time. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Kyler's getting his Go Grizz tattoo. Um, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be somewhere not visible, like, you know, a butt cheek or something, <laughs> which to me is almost worse. I was sitting there thinking, going, man, we're, if I was that dumb, to put myself on the line like that and i end up getting a tattoo i don't want where would i put it and like god there's not a lot of good places like the bottom of your foot but that would hurt like that yeah like that's a spot that just makes me crawl like i don't think rib cages or anything would really be too bad but uh yeah you gotta i don't know where i do sure maybe in the deep in the armpit that would hurt oh there you go (laughs) there you go uh, but, uh anyway enough about kyler's tattoo which it's awesome by the way that the that the number got that high um i right. if i was him i would have put a number much higher than 15 grand but um it, it did get there so what did it end up at i don't even know uh it ended up north of 15 i don't know um the exact final tally i know somebody jumped in at the final minute and did like a 700 hundred dollar donation anonymously to uh put it at the 15,000 mark, which was awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. no, and, and in the end, I mean, if he doesn't do that, doesn't get that high. So it's very true. It probably stops him. at 10 or 11,000. So yeah, I mean, it yeah, raised know. another four or 5,000 bucks for the kids. Yeah. I mean, it helped a lot of kids. So that's cool. Um, I wasn't going to bail on that. I wouldn't have bailed on Dustin, even though he says he'd uh, whip my jolly green butt. Uh, <laughs> and I'm a little insulted that he called me green in any form or fashion. Uh, but you know, I'll look past that. I'll look past it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of stuff uh, happening uh, after that game. I mean, do we want to talk that game a little bit? I mean, that just kind of. Let's talk about uh, it. You um, know, it's it, this is therapy for all of us. We're, you know, everybody's here. All listeners yeah. are here. Let's, you know, all get this out. Um, you know, really, I think uh, outside of the game and how that happened itself, the real key is not playing semifinal games on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Matt said in his rants and raves that this game, this, this game, the season didn't end there. It ended in um, with the loss, the USD in uh, Southern Illinois. I wouldn't say the season ended there, 
but it makes it extremely, extremely difficult if you are on the road. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen that time and time again. Um, I mean, if you think about it, the time we made the natty, we were the home team. I mean, that makes such a huge difference in the FCS, especially in the playoffs. So that was really tough. Um, it was a phenomenal environment. And that Malat, man, that dude, he Malat beat us that day. Their defense did, and Malat did. And that was killer. Their defense, I think, gets a little underrated for what they did do to us. And I think um, so. in our games, I went and looked, our games in the playoffs that we've lost, I think everyone except for maybe one of them, we've scored less than 21 points. So, yeah. I mean, I you mean, only score it, 17 points. You're not going to win many games that way. Yeah. Yeah, Malat was very impressive. Um, and, and along with, uh, what's that receiver's name? Like 86 is real tall. God, that dude like, was a stud, and I don't remember he, his name, but that guy was a monster. He's an NFL wide receiver. Like, he's he's good. It, he, he goes up and gets the ball at the high point. Um, but, yeah, just uh, Tommy, Tommy touchdowns, man. He His – just his drive that where he would not go down and he was getting right three, four extra yards that most quarterbacks and even running backs don't do. But right. that kid has some heart and he has and a motor that never stops. And it was just, he kept drives going and we, you yep. know, we'd, we'd have him stopped and he would just drive for another two or three yards and get a first down. And, you know, if if he's doing that, it's it's they're real tough to stop. And even even with that, honestly, we were in the game into the yeah. mid mid to late third quarter. Yep. Um, we I feel like we panicked a little bit once we got down by seven in the mid to late third quarter. Um, we tried to start throwing the ball. We got sacked, and then we got in a bad position. Then we threw the interception. It was kind of over after that. Once they got up by fourteen, because I mean they're they're a good enough defense that if they get a two two score lead. They're going to be tough to come back on. Um, yeah. And so that's when the game kind of got away from us. Um, and credit to them. I mean, they were, we were trying to run the ball early and we were getting stopped. And so we had to do other things. But I do wish, um, I do wish we would have stuck with the run a little bit more and, and kind of trusted our hogs and the best backfield in the FCS um, to kind of, you know, take over that game, even though we were down by seven, it, it just felt like we panicked. Felt like yeah. we we thought uh, we we need to get away from the run now. We, we're down. We got to catch up. Um, I just wish we didn't do that, but we did. And Oladokun made a bad throw, and then everything's history after that. Yeah, I mean, I agree on all of that there, especially that that drive in particular. That was killer. Um, but like Neon Bloom Raider says, you know he. He says he's our Mark Gronowski. He, he did. The way he runs the ball reminds me of Mark Gronowski, which very, very, very few quarterbacks run like that or have the ability to. It wasn't so much necessarily that he was like a freakish athlete or anything, but he was very he was athletic. He can run, and he didn't run like a quarterback. Like we talked about all spring with Mark. He doesn't run like a quarterback, you know. So, um, you know, that was killer. Some of those guys just have that it factor. Um, yeah. And on that drive, it, you know, I remember sitting there thinking, man, we can't just start, we can't panic, just keep doing what we've been doing and we can get something going. And then you go pass, 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 and we get off schedule and then it turned into a mess and, you know, we ended up with what happened and in the end it, it's a semifinal game. It's nothing to hang your head about you know, by any stretch, I know it is um, really difficult because we have the rivals that we do of NDSU because they, they're going to ride us about it until the end of time, every time until we win a natty and that's the way it is. But we do have to step back a little bit. And I mean, that is, it was really incredible. The amount of games this team won in the calendar year, um, to go on the run that they did without with only having one home game and having to play the opening round is does not happen very often. So, you know, it, it's tough. Um, it's a tough way to see the seniors go out 
you know, Logan, those sorts of guys, it's and and Mason and all those guys. It's really tough to see him go out that way. Um, Chris did a phenomenal job coming in as a grad transfer for us. Um, but in the end, you're on the road and you lost to a really good team. You know, that's, yeah. that's what happens. I mean, and you mentioned really good team. A huge part of that is Troy Anderson. That yes. guy who, I mean, he's going to go down as probably one of the one of the best FCS players ever. Yes. Um, and he's going to make some noise in the NFL. I guarantee that. Um, he made, obviously, the big one was the our first touchdown, or what should have been touchdown drive, um, when we got down to, I think it was like the four or five yard line or something like that. Um, and it was like a fourth and two. We give the ball to Davis. And any other player in the country, in the FCS level, is not is not making that play. Yep. Against Isaiah Davis. Because Davis is fast enough and strong enough. He's going to beat 99.9% of the other players in the FCS. Troy yep. Anderson made an amazing play. And it I could tell it, I mean, I think that was uh it was a statement by him, and it, it kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit. That was a to me, it was kind of a game-defining play, even though it was zero-zero, and you know, still tied after that. Um, it was just a, a huge play for them, huge momentum play. Um, there was that one, and then there was another one. Um, I'm trying to remember, it, I don't remember when it was in the game, but we threw uh, one of those tight end screens in the middle of the field to Tucker Craft. And mm-hmm. he broke free and he was running towards the touchdown. Trey Anderson comes out of nowhere and pushes him out of bounds. And I went back yep. and looked at the replay. He came all the way like from the opposite side of the field, took the perfect angle, met Kraft and pushed him out of bounds. And I think we ended up with a field goal on that drive, um, but it should have been a touchdown. But Trey Anderson is just that good. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was a treat to watch him play because he's really, really good. He is the best football player in the country, and it's mm-hmm. not close. Because look, think of it this way. That man has been uh, all-conference, all-American. He might have been all-American at quarterback. I know he was for sure all-conference player of the year at quarterback for Montana State. Um, he was um, – I believe he was on the Walter Payton Award, award watch list I think as a running back or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been a Buck Buchanan finalist. So he's played linebacker, quarterback, running back all in one career. And he wasn't just playing it. He was phenomenal at all these positions. There's no better football player I've ever seen play in Dion, even Dion Sanders, like didn't do something to that level. Like, yeah, he played wide receiver and cornerback, but those positions are pretty similar. Whereas Troy Anderson playing quarterback and then going to middle linebacker is just incredible and he honestly is so good i think there needs to be an award given like made they need to make a troy anderson award for the (laughs) best football player in the division and i'm not being sarcastic about that like i mean a a a best football player award not most valuable Mm -hmm. not best offense not best defense um, you know, extra points goes to the guy who played both ways and whatever. And that needs to be an award because that guy is insane. It is absolutely insane what he's accomplished in his career. And like you said, he had a monster impact on a game, which, you know, we should have expected. I don't think we talked about him enough before the game, maybe, that as much as we should have, as as much of an impact he was going to have. Um, but yeah, the man's a monster. He's, he's incredible. And that was, uh, what do you do? Yeah. Chad's got his, uh, career bio up on the screen. Um, if you get your monocle out, you'll be able to see that thing. Um, most people <laughs> aren't going to be able to read that. Ah, let me look at it with me wee glasses. <laughs> hey, I can only make it so big <laughs> and it fits on the screen. Otherwise we got to scroll left or right. So. Sorry, I was just trying to highlight a few hey, things. Get that green shirt out of here. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's a snowman. It's Christmas. And he's got a it's green Christmas. shirt. Christmas green is shirt. over, buddy. Christmas is over, <laughs> and you're wearing green on the pod. Unbelievable. Fine, fine, bye. So, <laughs> boo. I do like boo. That hat, everybody. Boo, Chad, in the comments. <laughs> yeah, the hat's sweet. 
but uh, uh, it is. <laughs> Ron Lowney chimed in here. He said, touchdown Tommy was an All-State wrestler in high school. Understands leverage. I can see that, man. And he's an All-State sprinter. Yeah. Uh, 4-0 student, 4-0 engineer. Yeah, so he's he's an impressive kid. I mean, and if he... I mean, if he continues to develop his so passing, he's better than he's me in be... every way. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's got, got you pegged in all aspects. Literally everything about that kid is better than me, a person in general. <laughs> yes. But to wrap and that game up. free beers anywhere either. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's going to have free beers for life. He's going to get free beers in Bozeman forever. He probably yeah. can't smoke as good of a brisket. Though. Okay, besides your house, besides besides Chad's house as a guest, I get I get free beers with from from Chad. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of smoking brisket, I uh, got a Traeger for Christmas. That was started yes. smoking smoking some meats. That was fun. That is exciting. I I, Di- I was diving I was into that, that. When are you, world. When are you tackling a brisket? I don't know. Maybe that'll be my next adventure. Brisket or ribs is next. There you go. The first I uh, did a pork shoulder first or pork butt, whatever you want to call it, and uh, it went really yeah. well. So that's um, outstanding. Yeah, you showed me the pictures. It looked phenomenal. Yeah. Basically, we'd rather talk about smoking meats than this game anymore because it's making me sad. Yes, I was mostly over the sadness, and now I uh, feel more sadness, which is <laughs> no, not, not sad uh, again. Not, not where you're shooting for. Um, so let's move on to, you know, kind of um, a little bit of what's going on next year. Obviously, we all know who's playing in the championship game um, and what what that's all looking like. Uh, you know, if it gets played, I really hope so because I don't want to fly down to Texas and then have it canceled. Which I mean, say that that work out best for me. Then I don't, you know, I don't want that. That would be terrible. Um, don't even mention it. It's going to get yeah. played. <laughs> okay. Well, they have contingency plans. It'll get played. It might probably. not get played. But um, <laughs> but it's there's gonna an get outside played. chance. <laughs> I mean, it's going to cost me a chunk of money if it doesn't. And you and, yeah. and, uh, and several other folks. And, right. But, Which I hope. Uh, any, I, I haven't received any thank yous yet. Um or we haven't received any thank yous yet, but I feel like we should yeah, because I'm guessing one. I'm guessing if you listen to us, you did pretty good on your on your on selling yep. your tickets. So yep. you're welcome, Jack Evan Nation. Uh no, yeah, I mean see, I, and you, don't, you should have made back all the money that you lost on Right. Uh don't do that every year though. Somebody was telling me about that. They're like, we should just buy tickets every year. Well, it depends on who's playing. Like this is a perfect storm where MDSU yeah. and Montana State, two fan bases, travel really well, um, mm-hmm. and, and so it, I wouldn't bank on that every year. But I mean, it was right. There's that potential. It's a small enough stadium, but right, yeah. I mean, it it, it would probably pay off quite a few years. I, I think it would pay off more often than not. Probably um, not not personally. normally as much as not normally as much as it did this year. There, like, there was some panic. No, there were some panic buys after Montana yeah, State won because there weren't in a, there weren't many tickets available, and there was some panic buying going on. Yeah, but if you look at the FCS uh, from this year going onward, without James Madison, Sam Houston State, year, and just the way the subdivision looks right now, it's probably going to look like um, some some combination of SDSU, NDSU, Montana, Montana State, Eastern Washington, Delaware, maybe if they pick it up, are probably going to have at least one team represented in the in the game. And of those, the only one that wouldn't really bring a big contingency, Eastern Washington, sorry, Patrick, um, you know, everybody else would bring a pretty solid contingent. I don't think you're going to make a killing um, necessarily every year. I think it's a good bet that one of those five or six teams will probably make it to the game um, in some combination or, or just one of them. So I think it'd be okay. Um, you know, I, th- I think you'd be all right doing that. And honestly, I'd just prefer to have more SDSU fans have tickets already for when we are going. So we have more people down there because yeah. we will be going again, folks, just because well, it didn't work out this year. It's going to happen. I wasn't saying don't buy 
championship tickets. I think it's a great idea to buy them every year. I'm just saying, okay. don't expect that to happen every year. Right. <laughs> like yeah. Where... Don't expect a huge return on them. Yeah. Right. But. That's fair. Um, Dion Blumenreiter asks, um, and kind of nice way to segue, because there was, um, if you guys have been paying attention, a huge amount of tur- turnover um, in the coaching staff. We have a huge amount of turnover on the roster with, I think, 21 seniors were graduating this year. Um, and Dion asks honest opinions on all the coaching uh, changes and how will the team will look next year. Uh, you know, to me, the the most intriguing, I haven't gone through the roster a whole lot yet because we were hearing kind of rumblings about all sorts of coaching changes that were taking place with coaches moving on, getting job offers, um, things like that. Um, you know, we've, as of right now, uh, Zim, Matt Zimmer tweeted out that as of right now, it looks like we're going to have um, uh, Ryan Olson and uh, Zach Lujan take over. Um, Lujan, sorry, take over <laughs> offensive coordinator. They're going to be co-offensive coordinators. Um, and then I don't, God, I'm having a brain fart on who's taking over this, as the DC. Um, Rogers, right? Yeah, Jimmy Rogers. He was co Jim, co DC. Uh, Jimmy Rogers now, the... is going to just be the DC now, which yep. um, a lot of people I think raise their eyebrows at the co co coordinator thing. Um, but I think a little bit of what it, it reminds me a lot of what we did with um, Jimmy and um, God bless it. Um, Bergstrom. He was co Bergstrom. Yeah, th- those two being co coordinators you had the older um more experienced veteran coach working in conjunction with kind of a young up-and-coming hot commodity of sorts coach and we've kind of got the same thing with luan and olsen here a little bit i think is kind of how that feels to me yeah Um, and i I mean it's it's a matter of labeling i mean because like you look in the nfl like they've got offensive coordinators and assistant offensive coordinators and i mean it i don't know i well, it I mean, this year me a whole lot. We, we had Eck and Schleisner, and Schleisner was the passing game coordinator. Right. I mean, what the hell does that even mean? Is that is that really that different from being co coordinators? Besides maybe pay grade, exactly. You know, so um, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It could work out really well, honestly. Um, I, I'm excited to see what the offense looks like um, under those two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, personnel wise, I think we'll be in pretty good shape. I think we'll have, you know, Matt will be coming out with the best breakdown because that man is phenomenal at all of this. The Podfather. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the Podfather for a reason. It's not just because <laughs> he exists and thought up the name Jackrabbit Illustrated. The man is the man, the myth, and the legend. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I I'm excited to see how it goes. Um, I know uh, Coach Olson's taken over the O line. Um, which to me is the most important piece to replace the 605 mm-hmm. hogs and they're staying the 605 hogs. I'm going to call that until my last breath escapes out of my chest. And it's oh, yeah. not just because I have two t-shirts that say it. <laughs> um, it's because um, uh, <clears throat> thanks. Thanks to the Lickuses, But um uh, it's because that's our that that is what they are. They're the six oh five hogs, and that that bunch of young guys. You know, it's going to be not not completely new guys, but there's going to be some guys cutting their teeth and getting their first starts and things like that. And if if Coach Olson does a good job with them, then boy, we got something cooking. Um, and I know Matt always says great things about Coach Olson. So I am excited to see how that works for us. Um, uh, in my opinion, that's the biggest key is if that if that goes off. Because, yeah, we st- we're still going to have Isaiah back there and all that stuff, but he's going to need a need a line clearing the path. Um, as far as the team and speculating on that, I don't want to go too much into that because I mean, the transfer pool is a thing, and you don't really know. And we're not going to know until that really spring ball, fall camp, what it really truly looks like for roster wise until all the dust settles. And I, I I don't have any inside information on any of that stuff. I just 
like the sit back, throw my hands up, and let's see what happens mentality with that. I don't know what your thoughts are on all the coaching staff and, and roster makeup is. You know, I think you covered it pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see, you know, what the, the changes are. I mean, the one good thing is it's not a complete overhaul. I mean, we still got the constant and Stig. Uh, we still got some guys, you know, guys taking key roles that were already in the system. Um, so there's not this big, you know, change of guard. And, you know, it, it, it's when you have things like that, you can see some turmoil and some, you know, kind of some you know, more transfers and, right. you know, big, big changes in philosophies and stuff. So I think continuity wise, we're sitting pretty good. Um yeah, I, I'm just more interested to see, you know, how things change. If the defensive call play calling changes much, if the offensive play calling changes much, um, mm-hmm. I think we'll probably see less trick plays without Eck. Um, that was kind of his calling card um, that he right. really liked to hang his hat on, and he's he's damn good at him. He's more creative right. than he's phenomenal. <laughs> he's more creative than a lot of other offensive coordinators in the nation, but. Um, yeah, uh, and good luck to Eck going to Idaho. Um, yep, they're uh, a program that you know hasn't. It's kind of I call floundering a little bit, but I think they've got the potential to be good. Um, see what yes. he can build out there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, best luck to him. Um, I think there is the opportunity for them to become a power out in the big sky. Um, any program that had the backing to jump up to the FBS level ha- should be capable of being a perennial playoff team and, you know, along those lines. And let's be honest, I mean, there's going to be a bit of a power vacuum in the FCS and a team like Idaho or Delaware or somebody's going to have to step up and fill that void and fill it well. Um to what degree they someone does will be yet to be seen, but th- that's what always happens. It's happened. Um, App State and Georgia Southern left, NDSU, SDSU, JMU all kind of rose up. Sam Houston State rose up um, to fill those spots. Um, FCS has been losing teams forever. You know, that's just the nature of the beast. But, um, you know, overall, he's got a – he's he's in a good spot. Uh, he got a head coaching job. Um you know, uh, Bergstrom, Coach Bergstrom, he got a head coaching job at Winona State. Um, best of luck to him. I know they've had success in the past. Um, they were a pretty solid program back when I was in high school. Um, so best of luck to him. I hope he kills it. Division um, three. Winona State's D two. Are they D two? They were. They're in the NSIC. So gotcha. Um, he's still going to be kind of in the region, you know, and I'm sure he'll be talking to the co- the staff and things like that as coaches all talk to each other. So, mm-hmm. um, but beyond that, uh, for next season, I know somebody brought up, what do we know about upcoming home and away games uh, agreed upon by the Jets and Jacks? Um, yeah, I don't sorry. know off the top of my head. I don't either. I think there is a home. I think I, I thought I remembered there being a home and home agreement. Um, if there's not be, there should. I mean, we have a, I mean, Montana State has our, has a guy from our athletic department as their AD. So um, that's the type of home and home you want is with a top program like that every once in a while. And I think that would have a huge deal. So, um, but we're going to, for when it comes to schedules and things like that, I think we got a pretty good one next year. Get yourselves season tickets early. Um, I know I was talking to um, Phil um, from Hair Razors, and there's a real possibility you can easily make every every game on the calendar if a guy really wanted to, without too much effort. Your longest trip would be like Cedar Rapids or Cedar Falls. You're talking for like a football season next year. Traveling to games, away games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at the schedule. Our toughest away, the toughest away game for someone to travel to, is Missouri State. Otherwise, it's Iowa City, Cedar Falls, um, Fargo, Grand Forks, and I think that's it. Hmm. So Falls, it is Grand Forks, Fargo. Yeah, that's, that's a real feasible thing to pull off. It's it's not huh. that tough. Those aren't bad trips. Um, <laughs> it's something I've highly considered. I have a wedding to be at in the Iowa game that I'm very much considering uh, skipping. 
uh, to go to that. I haven't been to one of our um, games against a FBS team since uh, Minnesota, the first one. I so, would, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for something to look forward to, look forward to Iowa City. Book your trip yep. for that now. It's a blast just to go down to Iowa City and go to any Iowa game. Um, yep. It's going to be awesome seeing SDSU and, play and down there. Don't go down there wearing like some half-assed, oh, I got a blue and yellow shirt on and Iowa hat on. Don't don't play that game. Wear your Jackrabbit no, stuff. No. Yeah, wear your jackrabbits. I'm not talking to you, Ben. I'm just saying in general because I see this stuff done. Wear blue and yellow. Be a jackrabbit fan for the day. Iowa gets mm-hmm. plenty of shine and has plenty of fans without you cheering <laughs> right. for them. I promise. <laughs> be a jackrabbit fan. Enjoy it. Soak it in. You know the jacks are where it's at, and uh, you know for next year. The other thing to be excited about is don't forget the possibility of ice cold beer at the Dyke House from. Dion again and we'll see where that goes you know and um you know i know i in in the future here like in a week or two i don't know i haven't brought this up to you ben i brought it up to chat i'd like to have a episode where we uh uh throw out ideas for things to increase in attendance and and marketing and things that we kind of see that um should be done and we've conversed about before in a maybe more uh, calm fashion than we text each other about it. I, th- um, I thought you were game day experience, etc. I thought you were going to say we should yeah. have a, a podcast to talk about beer, potential beer sales. It's like, well, that's going to be a short no, one. no, I'm um, not. Uh, I'm yup, I'm not as wound up about that as everybody <laughs> End else. Podcast. Is. Um, I, I think it'll be great for the in stadium experience and things like that, but I also don't think, um, I don't think that the uh, the it's going to have like a huge attendance burst. Like I don't think we're going to average a thousand extra fans a game because there's beer there. I, I think that's a I think that is absolutely pie in the sky, pipe smoking stuff right there. I'm like, telling you, man, you'd be surprised. I, be if, surprised. I, I'll tell you what. How many? I how many people? Tell you what? what? How about you're going to get a you're going to get a tattoo if we get beer and we increase by a thousand. Yeah, I actually I was going to say um you know if I was if cuz the home slate isn't quite as strong next year cuz we don't have, you know, the marker game at home and things like that. We've only got the vermin, which will probably draw some more people since they've gotten lucky twice. Um <laughs> you know, so uh but um yeah, I it, if we stayed at the if we stayed at or increased our attendance, it, mm-hmm. it, I would I would absolutely say it was probably because of beer sales. Um, so I don't know. I, I'll think of something to put on the line for that, and when we do that podcast, I'll put it out there. Just say but, like I I would love it if you had something on the line like a tattoo, but it would be weird. up there, man. Tattoos I know but, up there. Like what what tattoo would I get? And Dustin, I, we will get to that's it a thing. On, on the game to go to. But, um, you know, I don't know what I'd put on the line for that, that that I'd be willing to put on the line. Like, I don't know either. It would have to like, be something. I'm not going to get... I, I, what, I, what I really want is to be able to, like... What you want. Tell people, hey, let's get more people to this game so that Brendan has to get a tattoo. Of something, so but I, don't, I don't know what. So you once get. again, I will be the one of the splitting hairs podcast team <laughs> who puts his ass on the line to make something yeah, happen. The, is that is that what I'm getting out of this? Yeah, you're the you're the ass on the line <laughs> guy for the Jackrabbit Illustrated crew. That's, that's what I do. I just put myself up there to get public. Speaking of ass on the line, maybe you get a Vikings tattoo on your ass. <laughs> Chad, we can't. Yeah. We can't hear you at all. I'm sorry. Oh. You look good doing it. I heard him. Are you joking? <laughs> what What did he say? I didn't hear him at all. Oh, I heard him. He said, "He said you could get a Vikings tattoo on your ass." No, 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 no. All right. I, you know, I have a very non Jackrabbit Illustrated PG rated 
answer for where I would put a jackrabbit or not jackrabbit, <laughs> a Vikings tattoo. And it has to do with sucking, but I'm not going to finish the joke. You guys can all fill in the <laughs> blanks there, but that's about it. So I slapped a, I slapped the Vikings sticker on my Hoover and it started to suck again. Mm, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dustin. Like, Don't uh, worry, Cubs I'm tattoo not going to kick down too much. Cubs tattoo on your stomach. I like right, right the, would the rather around around your belly button. I like that. Look, there's like uh, <laughs> there there's a couple things I hate in life. Number one's lies. Number two is skim milk, which is just water lying about being milked. <laughs> number three is North Dakota State, and then number four is the the Chicago Cubs. Okay, and it's <laughs> the vermin down south. So maybe if you want to know just how much I hate the Cubs, like it would for me to put on the line, even though I I don't think there's a dollar amount you could directly pay me to do that. <laughs> I I would do it if it guaranteed us a national championship. I would absolutely do it then, but that's it. And there's no way you can guarantee me getting a tattoo, uh, getting us a national championship. I'm going to celebrate a national championship is with a tattoo of the Cubs on my belly button. I like the skim milk one. Just like put it on your arm. Skim milk is good. <laughs> or skim milk is better than whole milk. <laughs> I love skim milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heart skim milk. I like that. All right. I'll think about it. I don't have any right. tattoos. I don't. I don't know if I want my first one to be "I love skim milk," <laughs> which is supposed to be the fun of it. It's not supposed to be. That's the thing. It's I like it's got to be motivation where people would want to see this happen. Like if you just say, "Oh, I'll get a jackrabbit tattoo," they'd be like, "Good for you, man." One for, <laughs> and then if I add four cups of that one percent together, I'd have four percent milk. <laughs> Um, what didn't Dustin asked? Uh, ooh, pocket cheese tattoo. I like that. I heart pocket cheese. I would consider a pocket stinky, cheese tattoo. Stinky pocket cheese. Well, you don't um, get to design the tattoos. It's going to say pocket cheese, and it'll be like a piece of. <laughs> it'll be like a piece of cheese with sunglasses sticking out of a pocket somewhere. <laughs> if Ariel's listening, she is mortified by this whole conversation because it sounds like more and more like it might get put on the line. I love it. But all right, uh, Dustin asked before. Let's go back to that question. He asked, "What game should I come to?" Is he is he considering coming to Brookings? We're gonna. Uh, it unite. has been conversated before. We're gonna have um, a real you know, rev and a cardboard a rev reunion. To have the rev meet cardboard rev. Um, I mean, really, for the event of it all, I would say hey. To have the whole day experience, um, but other than that, because uh, you're from Texas, Dustin, probably one of the earlier games, <laughs> so you don't freeze your ass to, this, to the bleachers. Um, that or the USD game. I mean, the, that the, the early games in the USD game and Hobo Day will have the best atmospheres to go to um, if Those one be were two. to wander up. Yeah. Yeah, yep. US but, USD on October eighth or Indiana State on October 29th is Hobo Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So those will be good games. Yeah, and the 29th being Hobo Day. Um, I know that won't be a. Uh, I know I know the Rev probably won't make that one. He's big into his Halloween and all that jazz down there. Ah, um, uh, there you go. Well, we've narrowed it down. Yeah. October eighth, USD. We'll see you yep. then, Rev. It's going to be fun. Which, can we talk about the madness that's going to be Halloween Hobo Day? It'll be fun. Having the lunacy it, that that's going to be. Hasn't it happened recently, though? No, they were going to in 2020. Oh, that's what it was. It was the COVID there. Yeah. It, I think it happened a few years before that, though, didn't it? Yeah. No. Uh, I feel like that was. No, it didn't. That was it. It. They they announced no, it and it then didn't. the city go, of Brookings was go like, look up the last time it happened. No, you can't do Hobo yes. Day on Halloween. It's gonna ruin it for the kids. Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily the city. It was a bunch of bunch of 
uh, I mean, not the city the, of Brookings, the townspeople that, that were, th- yeah, that were throwing the, a the, fit about it. The villagers, the villagers, and, and Chad is furiously going through schedules right now to see when the last one was. But I'm telling it was a while ago because it was in the article, and like the last Halloween Hobo Day mm-hmm. was definitely more than five years ago. And for I'm, I'm leading, I would almost be willing to put on something it being past, um, past ten years ago. So. And when Chad proves me right, he's welcome to pop on at any time. Um, but you'll probably just hear silence from him as he just stays in his in his producer box of sh- at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> What's sad is I can't even see him this time. Most of the time, I get to see Chad in a little box down there doing funny stuff. But I'm on my he's wife's. He's telling computer, me I'm number so I'm one. Not, I'm not. Oh, there you go. I'm not logged in, so I can't I can't see oh, everything. I'm just like a he almost like a came guest out of the shame, and now he's gone. <laughs> uh, Dustin says he can't guest do that. Host. Can't do USD. It's his wife's birthday. Uh, bring her along. That'd be fun. I'm sure mm-hmm. she'd lo- she'd be like, guess what yeah. I got you for your birthday? A trip to <laughs> Brookings, trip South, to Dakota. Brooklyn, South Dakota. <laughs> Brendan, what Brendan? Yo. You were still in high school the last time Hobo Day was on Halloween. However, I told you I was enrolled in 1998. <laughs> so you said, "Oh, I think it was a couple of years ago." It was 98. <laughs> yeah, that's what this article says. I will pull it up. What did you say yeah. about being enrolled? Yeah, you know, I went to school in 98 and graduated in 2006. Um, you were... How old are you? 42? He's, he's be 43. almost an AARP Oh member. my god, I did not know you were that old. Did you really not know that? You're the really? only person that doesn't know I that. seriously thought you were like a year... No, I knew you were older than me, but I thought, I thought you were like... I don't know. I yeah, next thing I'm gonna 30s. do is blow your mind, and you're not gonna believe me. But I didn't drink till I was 25. Hmm. <laughs> Making up for it, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing the PBS time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so here it is, right here. Um, last time it happened was 1998. I don't know if we there can it is. Bigger. There you go. And I'm sure the kids' Halloween was just fine. Yeah, it was. How was your Halloween yeah. that year, Chad? Was it pretty good? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was working at Menards that weekend, but you know, I wasn't a kid. God, what a lively time! Oh my God! All right, so 98. God, I was 11 years old when Chad was in college. This is weird. This is this is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people go to school for seven years. Most of them are called doctors. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, Dustin, I had a couple of victory laps. You're doctor engineer. Electrical engineers, typical time is uh, five years at state. So, did you do yours in four, Ben? Four and a half. Okay, so you're an all star. (laughs) Hated curve wreckers like you. You're the reason I had to take Calc three twice. That was, I was anything oh, no, but me. anything but a curve wrecker. That's for sure. D's get degrees. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we we digress. Um, we have to, uh, even though the contest is over. Um, Brendan did go one and one last week or last. I don't know, whatever, was it a month ago? Uh, whatever our game was. Yeah. He went one and one. I went 0 and 2. But um, you should have, if you would have went Montana State, you could have tied me. That would have been a lot more fun. I would have. I chose my uh, heart, not my head. And that's all right. So we will pick this week's game, which is. Montana State against NDSU. Let's talk about it a little bit, at least. Even though we wish we were there, we can break it down a little bit. Um, 
hope to God. We just lost Montana State. You said that. Hope to God. Yeah, they're like, no, don't want to hear about it. <laughs> hope to God Montana State wins. Um, they're actually seven and a half point underdogs, which I'm surprised, honestly. Like, I know NDSU it has their history and stuff, but I mean, they, I don't know. I think Montana State's the real deal, honestly. Uh, with with Tommy touchdowns at quarterback, yeah. they are tough. And I I think I saw I saw something about the line going up to eight, but now it's going back down to seven. I see. Um, so I think there's some people getting on Montana State. Um, yeah, Dustin says Montana State by four. I it would not surprise me at all if Montana State wins this game, and that's not even because I'm an SDSU fan. That's just because I think Montana State's that good. Well seen both of these teams in person right and mm-hmm. sdsu and actually coincidentally ndsu saw a more under strength version of sdsu and still sdsu i mean from what we saw i got a feeling the only thing that would hesitate that makes me hesitate from taking montana state outright is NDSU got three weeks to plan for Milan, which is a long time to be able to plan for one guy. So that's kind of what makes me hesitant. I don't think the NDSU offense is going to do much against this Montana State defense. They had a hard time against our defense, and objectively speaking, I think um, Montana State, top to bottom, has a better defense. Um, It's hard to argue against with what they did to our offense, which is a better offense than NDSU's, what they did to Eastern Washington's offense, better offense than NDSU's. And now they they got three weeks to plan. Uh, I don't expect a high-scoring game at all. Um, I would not be surprised at all if um, Montana State wins. I think an eight-point spread is ludicrous um so i'm taking montana state all day long with those those oh, same here no doubt yeah um speaking of making picks this is the fade brendan get rich segment brought to you by shenanigans pub of sioux falls uh which i hope that some of you got to shenanigans to watch the montana state game um i was not able to do that but um, it is the place to go watch Jack's away games or any Jack's game for that matter. Um, so thank you to them for sponsoring the segment. And thank you as always to our title sponsors, Cottonwood Coffee in Brookings and Drake's Place in Bella, South Dakota. With that said, I couldn't agree with you more. I think Montana State at plus seven and a half or eight or whatever it is, is an easy bet. And I think if NDSU wins, It'll be it'll be a close game. It'd be by you know three or four or whatever. Um, and honestly, I think NDSU is going to have to kind of have the game that Montana did against Montana State in terms of um, the having very good special teams play and getting turnovers to go your way. Um, and that's another good point by Ron is that um, Ifanse is going to be hopefully healthy. Um, mm-hmm. and he, he'll be another factor. I mean, he's a, he's a good back that we didn't even have to, uh, deal with. Uh, so, you know, it, I, I would not be surprised at all if Montana still wins this game. And I, and I hope they do too. I think, I think Brendan he, keeps freezing up. Doesn't he? I feel like he's a little delayed. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, he's got well, I'm having issues. Some might say that about here. me going to school for seven years, but, uh, <laughs> That's a different kind of delayed. Like I was well, just looking at him, like waiting, waiting for him to say it's something. Just a frozen He's just face. smiling. I got... <laughs> Brendan. Oh man, it's going rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not going well. We can't even. This is... All I can. You got you too many to, kids streaming at your house. Whoever's whoever's not watching this right now, go back and watch this replay. Because I don't know, it's just it's just Brendan smiling. Are you going side to side right now? <laughs> he's like, eh. I keep waiting for him to talk, and he's just like smiling. And I, I think he's trying to talk. 
I don't even know if he can hear us. Look right like now. he's dabbing over uh -huh. there or something. I don't know what's going on. Uh huh. That might be. Oh, we might I, be I don't ready dab. to end this thing with that. I dabble. Man. Oh, so he is. Brennan, you're busting, yeah. man. You're busting. Anyway. <sighs> other than that, I don't have anything else to say about the championship game. I hope you have fun down there. It should be a good time. Frisco is always a good time. Yeah. No, I'm really excited to meet up with Dustin and a couple other buds, Jordan, and meet the FCS Fan Nation uh, admins down there. It uh, should be a lot of fun. And I don't plan on remembering a lot of it, so I'm excited to go. Yeah, it should be a good time. I wish I was going. If anybody needs a hotel room, well, first of all, if you booked hotel rooms a year ago, well, not a year ago, in whenever the championship game was the spring, and you haven't canceled it yet make sure you do that i just remembered this morning that i hadn't canceled mine yet <laughs> so i almost was on the hook for 350 oh, bucks or whatever it was but anyway i think oh, that's know, all i got for for now um go watch uh sdsu basketball they're playing really well they are i think yep. they were in like the top five mid-major or something like that um, the mid-major rankings, and they were top five. Um, they wrestling have... has a triangular at uh, Sunday too. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, it's fine. You have your own podcast for this stuff, Chad. But go ahead. What do you got? That's all. That's all. <laughs> if you're looking for kidding. more SDSU stuff to, to go to, oh I'm just God. kidding. What's up, Brendan? Brendan, you're killing us. <laughs> Oregon is just cut shots of Brendan smiling. I love it. Um, but no, I agree. Go to SDSU wrestling as well. Um, and go to the SDSU, uh, USD basketball game. He's just spinning. This I do what I want, man. Go to the, the SDSU USD basketball game on Saturday. That should be a good atmosphere. Um, yeah. Other than that, we better end this thing at this point. Yep. <laughs> it's a fitting way to end a fun year. Uh, like Brendan said, uh, big year for SDSU football. They won a ton of games, played a ton of games, won a ton of games. Um, there'll never be another year like it. I hope there won't be because it's been ridiculous, but um, it's been fun to watch, fun to follow the guys. Um, thank you to the seniors that are uh, leaving the program now. And thank you to all the coaches that are now gone and look forward to next season. And we'll be back Brandon with the still... team basketball podcast in a while. Well, we will. Shut up, Ben. I, I think <laughs> Brendan is so, do so delayed. Thing, do the thing. So Let's delayed. do it. Come on. Let's go. All right. Like always, we will say go big, go blue, go Jacks. Go Jacks. Go Jacks. This podcast has been brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Drake's Place in Vital, and to Jackrabbit Central and Shenanigans. Subscribe to this podcast in all of the Jackrabbit Illustrated podcasts and like and follow Jackrabbit Illustrated on Facebook and Twitter. And go big, go blue, go Jacks! Horns down! <laughs>